Does marketing leave you totally mystified? You've got your blog, you've got your email newsletter, you're hip on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff, yet your conversion rate sucks. <laughs> We've got Derek Halpern of socialtriggers.com on. He's being interviewed by Laura Pepper Wu of 30daybooks.com. And it's going to be an awesome show. All of your questions are going to be answered. Everything is going to be magically better from here on out, right? <laughs> so make sure that you tweet out with YFV chat. You are up on the Twitter or on our, on, on our chat talking to one another. Introduce yourself and stay tuned through the entire 30-minute show. I'm the host of Young Female Entrepreneurs, the weekly live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Like I was saying, tonight's guest is Derek Halpern of SocialTriggers.com, interviewed by the gorgeous Laura Pepper Wu, who's amazing. She's out here in the Seattle area. Tonight's show is brought to you by Ovalag TV. Ovalai.tv hosts and produces live video events built to meet your objective. Visit Ovalai.tv to request a free 30-minute consultation today to find out more about going live with your brand. So again, tonight's show is all about marketing and Derek Halpern and about in September or so, um, August... I feel like it was August. I asked you guys after talking to a number of you about, hey, who's your who's your male role models? Because with young female entrepreneurs, we do a lot of work featuring young female entrepreneurs, and um, <laughs> there was crickets, literally crickets, in the chat room as to you know who it is that you look up to that are men. There was about three answers that came in through our blog, through just emails, one on one, through Facebook, and through our in person meetup in Los Angeles. And those at the top of the list was Derek Halpern. You guys love Derek Halpern. And so um, I <laughs> found out about an event in Seattle that Laura Pepper Wu put up in our uh, Seattle Facebook group saying, hey, Derek is here in Seattle with Lewis House and um, James. Um, you guys will have to um, listen into the chat. James, uh, what's James's last name? Derek, Laura. Jerry, James Wedmore. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, so they were all in Seattle at this one event, and Laura put it in our Seattle Facebook group, which Tessa and Christina are our city coordinators. So I'm like, okay, I got to go there. I got to make sure that Derek's on our show. I went up to him, asked him to be on it. The guy is super nice, really nice guy, and he said, sure, I'll think about it. Email my assistant. And so lo and behold, he's on the show for you to answer all of your questions. So Laura Pepperwu, who told us all about the event, is on. Um, I know that Kat Kim sent in, um, she shared it, who is another person that I found out about the event from. I have her picture. She's gorgeous. There's a number of gorgeous women that are lined up in there. I know you're going to have a hard time with it. So the one over there, top left, middle, right there. Show her picture. Left, middle. No, middle. There's three people there. Yes. Perfect. 
Cat Kim, there she is with Derek. Um, Cat Kim, beautiful inside and out. She does Beauty Uprising. Um, so if you guys are on the chat right now, we are on Twitter. So it's YFE Chat is our hashtag. Um, Derek Halpern is our guest. Make sure that you tweet out, invite people to come. Um, like this picture. This is how I announced last week that he was going to be on the show with his eyeballs. <laughs> uh, so, um, Make sure that you're tweeting out. If you have questions, ask them in the chat. Stacy of hitthemikemarketing.com is on our chat, is on monitoring the hashtag. Can we show some images of the Twitter chat right now? Uh, so you guys will be featured on the show. We'll make sure that your name gets called out too. And uh, yeah, so use all of those fun stuff. So before I invite them on, I wanted to cover a couple things. First of all, thank you so much to everyone that showed up to our Seattle meetup on a Saturday night. You guys showed up on a Saturday night. That's amazing. Christina and uh, Tessa put it on. Um, it was in Seattle, obviously. Uh, Christina and Tessa held their first YFE Seattle meetup last Saturday, and it was a grand success, to say the least. Uh, with speakers, live music, wine, local chocolates, and art, more than 30 women attended the event held at EM Fine Art Studios in downtown. The image is, um, yeah, this one. Yeah, it was a gorgeous space. The women were all gorgeous, too. Very Seattle event. Uh, the sponsors included the Seattle Art Museum, Banya 5, uh, Love True Natural, and Dolch Wellness. And uh, this event, the photograph that we just showed was by Chelsea Ship Photography. Huge thank you to her. Her photographs are gorgeous. I'm very excited to see all of them. Um, big shout out to True and Natural, who might, may or may not be on live with us right now. I'm wearing the skin product that you guys gave. Um, it was like a self-tanner, True Natural. It's amazing. It's all natural. And it's funny because with self-tanner, self when I was pregnant, I was always scared to put it on because of the chemicals that are involved with it. And I had no idea that there was an alternative. So huge shout out to them. So I could go on and on and on, but I wanted to uh, really fast give a couple shout outs to the people that are on Instagram. Can we roll that lower hashtag? If you guys are watching this now live and sipping on, on wine or cocktails or whatever it is that you're doing, um, if you're like Corey Freeman, at Corey Freeman on Twitter, who's underage, make sure you drink responsibly or you do not drink at all, actually, if you're underage. Uh, she's, um, they're all tweeting out, here's Careful Sense. She's drinking H2O and she's getting psyched about Derek Halpern. Can you guys see her? Um if you go on uh, Instagram at YFE chat, you can get all of the lowdown and what's going on there. And Tessa, I believe. Tessa, I thought I saw her on. Yep. Tessa, our Seattle City Coordinator. Looks like she's drinking some red wine. Very Tessa-like. And Tessa's mom, by the way, was our bartender on Saturday. How awesome was that? Lynn, big shout out to you. You are fantastic. All right. Let's talk about our guests. Like I said, I am so excited about this. You guys are going to love Derek. Such a nice guy. And I just... He's going to help all of us, all of our blogs, improve all of them, especially with me. I'm very excited about this. I was telling him earlier, I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to YFE and email list growing and all that stuff. So I'm going to be listening intently. So anyway, let's get to know our guests. Derek Halpern, the founder of Social Triggers, is one of the most in-demand experts on using new media to attract customers. His breakthrough, psychology-based approach to social media, online marketing, and business has changed the way tens of thousands of people use the web to grow their business. In addition to the socialtriggers.com blog, which serves more than 100,000 readers, Derek Halpern is the host of one of the top marketing podcasts on iTunes and web TV shows on YouTube. 
Laura Pepper Wu writes books, publishes books, and promotes books. All of her ebooks have been Amazon.com bestsellers in their categories, and she works with other self-published authors to successfully promote their books too, both online and off. Together with her husband, she co-founded 30 Day Books, a book studio which has won several awards, including Best Website for Independent Authors and Top Website for Self-Publishers. Laura also runs Ladies Who Critique, a critique partner finding site for writers. All right, so here we go. Let's go ahead and bring Derek and Laura on the show. Thank you both so much for being here tonight. So, so thankful. Thanks for having us. All right, so... Everyone that's watching live, I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Laura. We're still tweeting under YFE chat. We'll try and show as many of your tweets as we can, but make sure that you chat in your questions and you tell everyone to come in and hear what Derek has to say. Derek, hi. Hey, what's up? I'm super excited to be doing this. The only thing I hope I don't do is spill my drink on my keyboard. Because yeah, you be, you be careful with that red wine. You're actually It's actually a true story. I went through a phase in the end of 2011 where I spilled something on my keyboard, on my keyboard, ruined it, bought a new one, spilled something on the new one. Over the course of three weeks, I destroyed four keyboards. Gosh, you think you would have learned from the first time. It hasn't happened <laughs> since, so hopefully it hasn't I didn't fix myself. Good, good. Well, we're so happy to have you here. Um, I, for one, have enjoyed watching you build your online empire over the last 18 months. And I say that because I really was reading Social Triggers from day one, and you have just exploded over the last year and a half. And we all want to know how you've done it and how you're doing it. Um, so I have a gazillion questions for you, but I want to keep it relevant to the audience tonight, and that is primarily young female entrepreneurs. So my very first question for you is about women and marketing. And the reason I'm really interested in your thoughts on this, um, I know for a fact that you know a lot of your readers are women, so you probably have like an insider's um, view on this. I continue to meet girls and women with business, small businesses and entrepreneurs who just don't like marketing, and they say that they don't get it, they don't understand it, um, and they just don't enjoy it. And I really want to hear your thoughts. Like, what would you say to those women? Can I, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I. I don't know a woman in this world that doesn't like to get what she wants. I don't know a man in this world that doesn't like to get what he wants. Marketing helps you do that. Whether you're selling your business, whether you're trying to get your boss to give you a promotion, this is all marketing. So anyone who says they don't like marketing, I think they just don't like bad marketing. We had a little pause. We'll get him back up. It's all good. It's about live video. That's what happens. So again, if you guys are on the chat, make sure that you chat in. Oh, it sounds like they're coming back on. I'm back. I'm, I don't know what happened there. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, anyway, I, I must have said something wrong because Skype threw me off Skype. <laughs> so um, I think I think like from what I heard you are saying that um, people maybe have like preconceived notion of what marketing is and it's like the icky sleazy car salesman type of marketing and what you're saying is like all people need is a simple kind of change of mindset and marketing is simply trying to get what you want yes 
That's all marketing it. is. It's just about getting what you want for your business, for yourself, for your loved ones, for for pretty much anything. Okay. So changing your mindset is how you would like is the advice you would give to those people. Yes. Love it. Love it. Okay. So what you do with um, socialtriggers.com and your podcasts and videos, uh, Social Triggers TV, is to teach small business owners how to use this new media to attract companies. Um, so that's social media, it's blogging, it's multimedia such as videos and podcasts. Um, and a lot of small business owners are already utilizing this media, but without much success. So they're spending time blogging and they're spending hours on Twitter and they're perhaps trying to you know, use YouTube to make videos and they're not getting any comments and they're not getting any traffic and therefore, yeah. you know, it's like a no-brainer. They're not getting any new business from it. So how can people turn this activity into productivity? Like what are the mistakes that you're seeing? The big mistake is people think that hard work is going to just pay off. Like a lot of these small businesses that just hop on the web, they, they, they hear the dream. They're like, oh, my God, if I just put some stuff online, this could help me grow my business. And they start putting up as much stuff as they like throw up into their computer with <laughs> as much stuff as possible. But the problem is where are the people going to come from? What are they going to just fall out of thin air? Was it just going to all of a sudden, you're, oh, you have a website and then someone's going to come knock on your door and just like give you a deluge of free traffic? That's not how this works. So I think the biggest mistake people make when they first start using the web is thinking that they need to create all this great content, put it on the web, and people are just going to beat down the path to their door. That's not the case. Maybe it was the case 10 years ago when there was three websites or maybe 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 that was 11 years ago. But <laughs> When there was three websites, but now with, you know, just in blogs alone, there's more than 164 million blogs. You can't just put content on your website and expect people to come out of nowhere. What you got to do is you got to create a great piece of content, not just a little hundred word blog post, but a truly great piece of content, something that you wouldn't mind getting tattooed on your back, like something that's so good you'll tattoo it on yourself. So a great piece of content. Then what you do is work on getting that content into as many hands as possible. And to put this in perspective, like a lot of people, they'll write an article. And I'll write a good article with a good idea, a good message. They'll publish it. They'll share it on Twitter. Their article will get, what, five comments, seven comments, maybe a hundred hits. And then what will they do? They'll create another con the piece of another article. I don't know why they created a new article. I don't know about you, but for me, creating articles makes me want to hit my head against my desk. Because it's a lot of work to do that. So if I right. have an article that only gets 100 hits, that's 100 people. Chances are there's 1,000 people or 5,000 or 10, probably a million people in this world that can benefit from that article, not just 100. So why would you create a new article when you can take something that you already have and just focus on getting that into the hands of more people? It's kind of like a book. It's kind of like a book. You write a book once, then you just try to get as many people as possible to read that book. Same thing. Great. So basically, you are touting quantity over, sorry, quality over quantity and um, trying to get the most mileage out of every single piece of content that you write. And I yes. think like what comes into that is like instead of writing like, you know, half-assed content is basically putting down something that you would publish in a book or something that you would send in to an editor or content that, you know, really matters rather than just 
spewing out content well, every other day. So you want to write great content, but what I'm more saying is not only do you want to write great content, you want to create great content, but you want to take that content and then promote that content. And to really just put this into specifics so people understand. Mm-hmm. I wrote an article a couple of months ago, like on socialtriggers.com. I often show people how to build email marketing campaigns and that type of thing. So I had an article that was about email marketing and customer loyalty. That was the main topic, something that my readers love, email marketing, customer loyalty. Here's what I did. I started the article off with a simple sentence. The other day, I walked into a local spa, and then I realized something. Small businesses know nothing about email marketing. The point was to start that sentence about the local spa and then talk about email marketing for the whole article, that little connection in the beginning. Then what did I do? I found massage business tips communities. Communities are out there with thousands of people for massage therapists that are showing massage therapists how to build their business. There's magazines, everything. So I wrote that article, took that article, and then started pitching that article to these massage business communities. They shared that article on social media. They liked it. They shared it on their Facebook page. I was talking with the editor-in-chief of one of the largest massage magazines. They're potentially trying to get me to write an article for their, for their magazine. And uh, all because I took the article that I wrote and then took the time to take that article and then pitch it to people. Most people create the article, press publish, and sit back and pray traffic is going to come to their website, that they're going to find customers. What I do is I create the article, press publish, then the real work starts. Then I start finding communities of people that will like that and I try to pitch them on the importance of featuring that to their people. Right, right. I love the example by the way. It was really useful to have specifics rather than just giving the advice. You really gave us um, a great example there. So my next question is um, one that I think is really relevant because you've been on the show for about 10 minutes now and I think people watching will already be able to tell that you use a lot of you in your business and your brand. And it's very straight up. There's no BS. It's very New York. It's basically, I don't know, everything that you do oozes Derek, right? So um, this is something that I would love to see more bloggers and more business owners do in their work is like really give themselves permission to use their voice. And I want to know if that's something that you've developed over time or whether you were just, you know, straight up using your personality and your business from the get-go. My, my favorite topic has always been myself, <laughs> but it's, it is something that is new. I started using me with social triggers. Before social triggers, I actually had a celebrity gossip website that did, in 2007, almost 30 million hits to that site. I had a, a women's fashion website. I never wore lipstick in my entire life, but I wrote lipstick reviews for my fashion and makeup <laughs> website. I wrote dress reviews. I only wore a dress once. It was a French maid outfit. I wore a dress once. It was Halloween in college. But I had a makeup review site. I had a fashion site. I had a gossip site. And that's what I did for the first few years of my internet business. And I made a bunch of money doing it. But then I started talking about stuff that I cared about. Psychology, marketing, business, negotiation, persuasion, influence, all the stuff that I, I, I live and breathe this stuff. That's when I decided to put my face on it because I knew I would be doing this the rest of my life. Even though with the gossip thing, for example, I was one of the largest gossip bloggers in the world in 2007. I used to get invites to attend private Hollywood Hills parties because of my God. But I never wanted my face associated with my, my blog. I always had this cartoon character that was my, 
my, my real persona and I had a pseudonym and everything. So I didn't put my face on it until I actually cared about what I was doing. Oh, interesting. I did not know that, but um, very juicy piece of um, information there. And it seems like you went on to build a business that you knew was going to be sustainable and that you could, you could do and love for the rest of, rest of your life. So that's awesome. Um, I'm going to hand the floor back to Jennifer. She has a tout question for you. Cool. Right, so I'm going to go ahead and play a tout question from Stacia Liu. Uh, she's on tout. Again, you guys go to tout.com and use the hashtag YFETV. Um, and really fast before I play hers, uh, Lauren Houston, at Lauren Houston on Twitter, totally called me out, uh, Laura, that I called you beautiful and Derek accomplished. I like to be accomplished. Too, I know she's here. incredibly accomplished, very successful <laughs> entrepreneur. Oh my goodness, yes, for sure. And Derek is beautiful, and he is. He's very beautiful. So this is Jen being really nervous. So Lauren, thank you for calling me out on that. So <laughs> Stacia, I'm going to go ahead and play your tout. Hopefully, you guys can hear. If not, I'm going to go ahead and I'll paraphrase it afterwards. No. Oh, <laughs> it's muted. Uh, okay, so Stacia is asking. Let's see if I can. There we go. 2012 was no exactly what you want. And I'm playing the wrong one. Here we go. This is live. It's all good. I love live TV. Here we go. Stacia Lou, I'm playing your town now. I promise. Hey, Derek and Jennifer, my name is Stacia Liu. I work with real estate entrepreneurs and I often get asked why is it important to build my list and since I'm a service-based business rather than a product-based business. All right, so that was your tout from Stacia Liu. Good question, Stacia. Do I answer it? Yes. So, Derek, let's go okay. ahead. Um, just to paraphrase, Stacia Liu, is, she is a, a very accomplished uh, online marketer, and she works with very high-profile real estate brokers in the Seattle area. And she's asking about how she convinces them to start their email newsletter. I like this question because I'm kind of in the same point where I need to be almost convinced to get started today on that. It really just comes down to this. I mean, if you talk to any real estate agent, they're going to say that, a lot of their business comes from referrals. A lot of their business comes from people referring them. You know, they work with someone, and a lot of people will refer them over their way or whatever. And if you build an email list, that's your opportunity to get your existing clients that you've already had to stay in touch with them, to stay top of mind with that particular client. That way, if you're top of mind, they're going to remember that you were their real estate agent. When I bought my place, when I graduated college in 2006, I bought my place like two months later. I used a real estate agent. I can't even tell you that person's name. I have no idea who it is. Had they had an email list that I was getting, let's say a quarterly email or a monthly email from them about maybe home decor tips or tips about selling or just anything like that where they stayed in touch with me, that would have been an opportunity for me to then have a real estate agent that I could recommend to my friends. I don't have any real estate agent to recommend to my friends right now. So for the real estate agents who are saying they don't want to build a list, one, they're losing out on an opportunity to keep in touch with their existing customers. But two, the online space right now for finding property is horrible. It's horrible. I don't understand why, for example, I'm looking for a place in Manhattan. 
and I will, you know, you could search by rent or whatever on Trulia or these apartment websites. I don't know why I have 37 apartments with the same pictures as an example. If I stumbled on a real estate agent in New York City that had 37 apartments and actually had real pictures associated with those apartments, I would use them in a second. But there's no one doing this. And I think the world is just waiting for that real estate agent in their locale that's going to be the world's best real estate agent in that locale. And if it's on the web, it's going to be very easy to refer people your way, going to be very easy to keep in touch with people. And you might not want to, like most real estate agents, as another example, they like to talk about uh, like short sales that are available or they'll talk about new hot properties for sale. But you got to realize most people only buy a property once or at least once every few years or once every 10 years or whatever the, the timeline is. So the goal of the real estate agent isn't necessarily to find someone who's only looking to buy a property now. It's about building this community of people who are most likely to buy a property soon, like before they want to buy the property. You want to build a list of people who want to buy it before they want to buy it. That way, when they do decide to buy or rent, you are their default choice. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And then with you building YFE, you should absolutely have an email list. There's no reason why. <laughs> because, I mean, you run these live chats. Is this weekly, the YFE live chats? Mm -hmm. They're weekly. What better way to let people know about a weekly live chat other than sending an email out to an email list? Like just yesterday, I did a webinar. I was like, hey, everyone, I got this live webinar, which is basically like a live presentation like we're doing right now except for it's using a different program it's called webinar so it's much more nerdy but I send an email out to my list and 4,000 people registered for the webinar you could be building an email list and then get more people to show up to your event weekly because you're creating this great you're creating this great community of people and you're actually doing them a disservice by not giving them ability to keep in touch with you I am getting called email. out a lot on my channel <laughs> 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 all right well I want to make sure that you guys get to the questions because Laura there's a ton of questions in the green room for you to be asking Derek from our our listeners yeah absolutely so these are coming in um, from the Twitter chat and Stacy Harris is managing this so thanks so much Stacy so um, just to follow on from the email list question maybe you can answer this uh, short and sweet what are the top three pieces of advice to get quality people joining your list you're top gonna three. hate you're gonna hate this response the top three pieces is top one Write a piece of content that your customers, the people you're going to sell to, are most likely to consume. Just a quick example, I have a lawyer that was telling me that their blog wasn't doing anything for them. I went to their blog, they were talking about like legal news and all this other stuff. And I was like, dude, other lawyers are like that, but I'm not a lawyer. I hate your blog. You should have something like, here's how easy it is to set up an LLC. If you don't want to go through the hassle, hire me. Like That's the type of content you should write. So one is write content that attracts readers, the right readers. The second piece of advice is once you write that content, figure out where those readers live. Where are they? And then try to get that content in their hands. The second piece of advice, the promotion mm -hmm. stuff. Create it, promote it. The third piece of advice is after you do that is to promote it some more. Keep promoting it and do that from steps three through 50. Promote the heck out of it. Because most people don't promote anything in these days. I don't know why. It's like they're scared to promote. They're scared to reach out to communities. The biggest thing you do is write a piece of advice and then promote it to people that have groups of readers that you want to keep in touch with. 
Okay, great answer. And that, I should mention, was from uh, at her career advice. And just another quick one, which is coming in from at Jules Taggart. Uh, question for Derek, what can we do to get our most loyal customers and even listeners who aren't quite customers yet to spread the word about we do about what we do to their own communities? Ask them. That's it. Just ask them. Simple you as be, that. You could be more compelling though. Like, Let me give you an example. I, uh, you know how when you read an article online, most people say, oh, if you like this article, share it with your friends. Right. You see that everywhere. Everyone yeah. uses that. That might as well be invisible right now because everyone uses it. What I like to do is I like to get a little bit more specific. Like I did this video about pricing. And on this video about pricing, at the end of the video, I was like, all right, I showed them this, this tip about how to price their products and the mistake that people usually make and how to overcome it. At the end of the video, I was like, hey, do you have a friend or a colleague that makes this mistake? And I paused for a second. And people are like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, I have a friend. Well, send them a link to this video. You might be saving their business. It was a more specific ask. Mm -hmm. And just doing is something as simple as that is good enough to get people to share something like that. So you could just ask them. And then the other thing to get people to share is to require them to share it. You might give out a free ebook that you can only gain access to if they share it. Those kind of... In the shares with incentives aren't as powerful as a share that someone actually wants to do, which mm -hmm. is why I like to do the former, not the latter. But that's what you need to be doing is just ask them. Ask them. See, such simple advice, but until you have someone like you telling us to do this kind of thing, you know, I mean, it just seems so simple when you say it. Um, so, Derek, it's been so much fun talking to you tonight, and I know everyone on Twitter has really enjoyed all the advice you've given and um, having you on the show. And unfortunately, we were running out of time, but we've really enjoyed having you, so thanks so much. And do you want to just quickly say where people can find you? They can find me on the interwebs at socialtriggers.com. I wish that I had DerekHalpernIsAmazing.com as a <laughs> domain name, but I don't, but maybe I will soon but it's socialtriggers.com. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to uh, hand, hand the floor back to Jen again. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, and Laura, before we leave you, where can we find your website online? Um, I'm at 30daybooks.com and on Twitter at Laura LauraPetWoo. Laura Perfect. Well, again, thank you both so much. Hopefully you can join us for our after party over on Twitter. We're under YFE Chat. Um, that was a lot of incredible information. Sometimes you just really need someone to say, hey, you need to be doing this clear and simple don't don't ask for permission just do it and then if someone doesn't like you reaching out and asking for them to share it then you know what is that going to hurt so again huge thank you to Derek Halpern which by the way you can find him on iTunes I know a lot of you listen to this or um, watch this on iTunes I really like that guy our producer is a man a dude he's actually my dad He's my business partner, and he is, uh, the whole time he was smiling and shaking his head like, Jen, you need to get your act together. <laughs> Are you going to get him back? I know. Seriously, Derek, can you please come back on the show again? Okay, that was Just a verbal, that was a verbal sure. Everyone tweet that out. Make sure that it's <laughs> on record. <laughs> I know, he didn't get it on air, but you guys, he said sure. So make sure you tweet it out. All right, so. I mean, I'm serious. I will come back on again if you want me to. So I wasn't what just saying that. Guy. Oh, such a good, such a good guy. So very, very nice. And Laura, again, of course, 
Laura, you're welcome back anytime as a young female entrepreneur. She's over Thank in you. Seattle at 30 Day Books. Derek is on socialtriggers.com. Thank you both so much for being on the show. And like I said, everyone that's watching, we have a Twitter chat party that's happening right now, getting started with Stacy of hitthemikemarketing.com. She handles all of the social media outreach during this show. Huge thank you. Thank you to her. Um, thank you again to our guests. Next Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, same time. Oh, my goodness. The guests that are coming up in the next couple of months are huge. Carissa of Small Businesses Do It Better, which is another show that Ovali produces. She has Barbara Corcoran on in February. So we're going to have a huge, like, morning coffee party with Carissa coming up in February. Lots, lots is happening. Make sure that you subscribe to this on YouTube. You like us on Facebook. I will get an email marketing newsletter thing started for sure next week. You can, you can quote me on that one. Next Thursday, I'm going to ask you to sign up for email marketing newsletter. <laughs> All right. So this has been Jennifer Donna with YoungFemaleEntrepreneurs.com. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you back here next Thursday.